Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of The Bloke Pod, episode 7. I'm excited because it's special too, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't aware of this. this. Yeah, well... This is big news. We're joined once again by Billy and uh, of course that voice you hear is uh, the infamous Action Jackson. Greetings friends. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm GJ as per normal, I've decided to uh, to do the intro this time around. Reason why this is a special edition, uh, we didn't have any, we haven't had an iPod from Hell entry for a while, so we've decided to go a little bit all out this time around, and well, let's just devote an entire episode to, to songs that we don't particularly want to hear ever again, and some rationale and reasons why. Now, Dad and I have been feverishly working our way through the archives, and we've come up with about 20 songs that we're, we're going to send to the iPod from Hell, so... Uh, and let me tell you, there's some crap in amongst it. Like, real top draw crap, if that actually makes sense. <laughs> or is that bottom draw crap? Yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, some sort of double negative. <laughs> if, if, there was a, if there was a hierarchy crap scale, <laughs> yeah. we would be drawing from the top, top shelf. or bottom. Yeah. Right? Whichever's worst. Yeah. So, uh, I guess without further ado, let's get into the songs. In fairness, this is probably... Come on, Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Uh, Dan, what's your take on this song? When I compare it to some of the god-awful tripe that we've got coming after it, I reckon that's probably not too bad, actually. But then again, I really didn't have to actually live through when it was released or anything like that, so yeah, I've probably a... heard it like twice in my lifetime on 94.5. Yeah, I've, I've... it's an early 80s song. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it maybe the first thousand times I heard it. It's up around 5,000 these days, and my God, it just drives me nuts. I think the only person who I feel more painful rather than the people who have had to listen to it like myself 5,000 times is poor old Johnny Ray. Not only can't he get Eileen to give it up, but uh, he needs it's continually reinforced to him over and over and over again, every day by the radio stations. Hey, come on Eileen, to do AA, come on. I mean, and like the change in beats, the the annoying Actually, sort of that stuff. bit is a bit anno- more annoying. I'll yeah. give you that, yeah. yeah. The intro's not that bad, but the the bit where it just sort of, yeah, yeah. descends into a rabble at the end. Yeah, to the, and then to the point where it goes from, like, 10 beats a minute to about a million mm. before yeah. it starts the chorus again for the 95th time. Um, yeah, look, uh, just, just not a good song, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And uh, as a consequence, it's certainly a song that would be well and truly sitting on my iPod from hell. Still, in terms of what I was saying, the fact that you got a thousand good listens to it definitely puts it <laughs> ahead of well, a lot I mean, of the I, other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I started to wear of that whole to do a do a do a to do a stuff pretty early on, but I could appreciate the start and the chorus. The chorus itself wasn't too bad the first couple of times you heard it, but yeah, just got to change stations halfway through. Yeah, that's right. Well, these days, as soon as I hear that start, I just switch right off. And as I said, it's, I, I made this comment about Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Anybody who's doing an 80s-themed thing, they feel that they have to play this song because it's cool to play this song. But it shits you. It really does. Yeah, so... The only good thing to come out of the 80s was me, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're still reserving our judgments on that. So, anyway, moving along to our next song. In the morning. 
What's up by four non-bonds? Yeah, what's up indeed? What's up with creating such total and utter garbage and releasing it? I mean, this is... Is that really not called what... It's not called what's going on. It's called what's up. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. You actually learn something every now and then from this pod. It's a bit surprising considering the chorus, but anyway. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, yeah. this is this is kind of the, you know, early 90s. I, I'm, I'm in that, that age where it's, you know, late teens, early 20s, around this time when this was around. And, oh my God, this, this was like a... This is kind of like every teenage girl's anthem. When you play this at a party... You'll see 15, used to be you'd see 15 girls in a circle chanting this song, and the guys around the outside go, what the hell are they doing? So it was like the early 90s version of Taylor Swift's love story, basically. Can we go with that? <laughs> or is that being too charitable to this? <laughs> yeah, I think it's being too charitable to this, so, yeah. I, I, think, I think Taylor Swift's got some serious chops, I don't know about these... These four. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just so more sweet. talking about the, uh, yeah. the love story element of it. Yeah, well, you know, it's either that or it's that just was about the only well, it's, 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 it's song kind of, I could think of. It's kind of, well, it's, well, I mean, I, I, I would argue that a song that probably should be on here is a perfect example. What you're talking about is "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Yeah, and look, we'd like to apologise for not having a clip for this one, but to be perfectly honest, it does actually drive me into a homicidal rage for, yeah. like, three to five days, so, yeah. Yeah, when it, when he suggested it, I started singing it, and, like, I, the death stares I got after a couple of seconds, I, I knew to shut up pretty quickly. I think I just saw red for the next 20 years. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's horrible. I mean, the, the whole fascination with Justin Bieber... Yes. You kind, you kind of understand it on one level, but at the same no, time... No, I don't, think, not at all. Not on any level. Seriously, the haircut, the, the shit songs, like... Is, are there no teenage girls with any sense out there? It's the same with One Direction, too. Yeah. I do not understand. Oh, perhaps yeah. they can like him, but the level of hysteria that's associated with, like, these girls crying in airports and stuff like that. Like, yeah, so I'm crying you... in the airport if I see him show up, basically. Yeah, I, I do not understand. <laughs> teenage just... girls everywhere, come on. I mean, <laughs> Get during, it together. During my time with New Kids on the Block, and um, I remember a classic... Classic film clip. I think it was "Hanging Tough," which was one of their songs, which is which probably should be on here too. But mm-hmm. I've decided for similar reasons not to. The whole film clip they showed these guys singing in concerts, and you see all these girls crying. And mm. I sit there and I look at the girls, go, "Come on, they're bad, but they're not that bad." <laughs> you know, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, there's a Stewie Griffin line that comes to mind when he's he's trying to infiltrate a high school, a group of high school girls, and he's taking notes from himself, he's like, must understand their obsession with the homosexuals from InSync. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it, but, yes, but, but, so, moving on. <laughs> there we go. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. Yeah, we get you the idea. To that, yeah, you do get the impression <laughs> that tonight might be a good night. Yeah, just a just good good night. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Subliminal messaging, but not so subliminal. That's the concern here. I'm just going to go with completely insipid lyrics, and the the way that people talk about some of these bands, 
you know, the lyrics for which could be, you know, written by a seven-year-old who's suffering some sort of mental disability. Like, yeah, it's really interesting because you listen to these guys earlier on in their career, and they actually were a very, very interesting band, Black Eyed Peas. But I don't know, have they t- have they lost a bet where they now have to be? They're trying to do something where they could be as as openly shit as possible. I mean, what's going on with these guys? I, I don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tonight's going to be a good night. Well, tonight's we can segue, be a good, good night. From that, yeah. segue from that so comment to um, moving on, another feature. Yeah, another example. Song of theirs, yeah. Now, this one, the song lyrics are actually worse in this one, which you wouldn't think was possible, but take a listen. It's alright, Dad, calm down. (laughs) Just to confirm, one of those lines was, because you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you gotta try. This is an actual fact. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Dad, no, 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 no. Don't lie. Don't lie. This is, this is actually painful having to sit through all this crap. <laughs> well, yeah, so... Thank God we didn't have the baby one in there as well. That would have just been the last straw. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't want to kill everybody. Um, I'm gonna, here's, a, here's a relatively new one that uh, that's quite disappointing, actually, to put it bluntly. <laughs> Please Where don't do we fight start? for me. Please don't fight for <laughs> Where me. Where do we start with this? <laughs> Firstly, I'm a bit disappointed with this one. Jason Derulio, you've got to take a good long hug. Look at yourself. You're usually really, really good to me in the you say your name at the start of the song, and I usually know straight away from that that maybe it's a good idea to change the station. So, warning, uh, warning. Yeah, that's right. So, really disappointed that you didn't do that in this instance. And, I mean... Forced to sit through, like, 15 seconds right. of this crap first. That's exactly right. And I'm, like, sitting there thinking, why the hell are you covering Africa but not covering Africa? It's really frustrating. Africa is one of my favourite songs of all time. And you have just absolutely destroyed it with this. I don't even know what this is. To say it's a piece of shit is probably generous. Well, the the auto tuning on that just oh god, yeah, it's something else, isn't it? Yeah, it. Well, one of the themes we've got throughout this is just the butchering of half decent original songs, and that one is definitely right up there in yeah. that regard. Cutting to yes. There's two issues with that one. Number one is you're expecting to hear the original Queen classic, so the sort of white boy, yeah, rap, pseudo rap coming in at the start isn't isn't the best of starts. But then I find it's actually almost... You're imagining Freddie Mercury's voice singing it in your head 
And then, yeah, the lead singer of Five comes in, and wow, to to say it pales in comparison would be to yeah to be complimenting it. <laughs> yeah, I always have a rule about this. I always like to think that if you're going to cover a song, there's a, there's a Koha rule is you have to actually add something to it to make it better mm. for it to even be worthwhile. And in the no, first place. the white rap at the start does not <laughs> add yeah. something to it. And um, not be like when I think of We Were Rocky, I, as you say, I think of Freddie Mercury mm. really showing his vocal range yeah. throughout that song. And when you hear that, where they're virtually singing within the same octave, it just it just doesn't it's it's wrong. It's just so wrong. But there's covering a song and then there's sampling a song and. The next couple of examples are perfect examples of the whole point of where covering, where sampling a song isn't always a good idea. Sampling a song went wrong. (laughs) Yes. Let's go with that. When sampling a song goes goes wrong. Once again, Queen of the Victims. Like, what's going on? Who have they pissed off? Because yeah. there you go. You're hearing that inimitable riff at the start, and you think, ah, oh, the next four and a half minutes are going to be awesome. Yeah, looking forward to uh, Queen and Bowie yep. kicking it in. Kicking it old school. Feeling a bit of pressure, because, you know, <laughs> being underneath it all and everything. Jeez, man. Who's There's... writing your material, no, honestly? No. <laughs> you could write the lyrics for the Black Eyed Peas. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the thing that concerns me is Jason Derulio might sample the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and yeah, I guess underneath has three syllables, so it might be yeah. a bit much for the Black Eyed Peas, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Ice Ice Baby, I mean, what more can you say about uh, Mr. Van Winkle? Not much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been holidaying off the face of the earth, and I think that that's a good thing for all of us. Yes, we're richer for having lost him. <laughs> yeah, if that is humanly possible. And then uh, the next one, which is uh, a little bit controversial... So, Vita La Vita by Coldplay. Let me first clarify this by saying you need no additional reason to hate Coldplay and every single song of theirs, but yeah. this one in Yeah, let's, let's just say that the iPod from hell, the, uh, the feature artist would be Coldplay. Yes, so exactly. Would, uh, yeah. yeah. It'd be like a four-hour stage show. That's right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Coldplay with the support act, Coldplay. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, but this one in particular sticks in my craw because... Um, Joe Satriani is widely regarded as one of the greatest guitarists of all time, particularly of the last two decades or so. Um, and he has never actually won a Grammy Award, despite having more musical ability in his little fingernail than in the entire band of Coldplay. Now, Coldplay won a Grammy for that song. But yes. as, as we're about to hear, I, yeah, it's he's pretty a, clear yeah. that Joe Satriani should have actually got yeah. the credits for yeah, this He's a, a, a sample of a song called If I Could Fly by Joe Satriani, and uh, you'll notice something about this.
and should just confirm for listeners at home, no, that wasn't the same clip played again. <laughs> we well, can the, see the, how you could make that with, mistake. I was just going to say, the, the difference between the two is, uh, you, you notice in the second one, you don't hear Chris Martin's whiny voice. Exactly, so I think that's, yeah. I mean, the guy's married to Gwyneth Paltrow. What the hell's he got to whine about, you know? I, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, not touching, I I'm not touching that. I could, I could, I could, I could devote an entire podcast to why I hate Coldplay. Uh, I'm not going to go there with this, but... As you heard from that, it's a it's a pretty much a blatant ripoff of uh, If I Could Fly. So Coldplay get the Grammy and Joe Satriani, yeah, who wrote it, <laughs> came up with the the melody and also the the lyrics. The name of the Satriani song is I, I is it I could fly. If away? I could if, fly, if I could fly away, and that actually is quite similar to the start. Yeah, of fun, the funnily enough, the, the in the, the chorus is spread my wings and fly away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, if you're going to do something, maybe be a little bit more subtle about it. But who gets the Grammy? Coldplay. Yeah. It's just now, not right. Jumping jump, <laughs> jump to a band that we probably wish did sample something at some stage. Anything. Anything <laughs> at all. Yes, that was Barbie Girl by Aqua. I would say the sad thing about that one is that the conversation between Barbie and Ken at the start is actually the high point. (laughs) (laughs) Hard as it may be to believe, it actually just, it's all downhill from there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We used to sing along, uh, you're an ugly girl and this song makes me hell. (laughs) But uh, I used to love, you know, once again, you know, in the 90s when this song was around and um, funnily enough, I had a mate called Ken, and we used to give him so much oh, shit God. about this that song. poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. But Barbie Girl by Aqua, yeah, it's sad to believe that that song was actually number one and that that album spawns such yeah. other classic songs like Dr. Jones, yeah. which was equally as bad. But uh, I mean, we decided that... Uh, there's I mean, only so much we could take. Yeah, there's only so... There's so after after bypassing baby, there's only so much. Mm. There's only so much aqua you can fit on one podcast. I yeah. think. No, look, it's a similar thing. You know, we're questioning the, I guess, the choice of, or the tastes of of young female girls. Now we're just going to question the taste of everyone who was around in the nineties. That that song managed to get to number one. Oh yeah, well you know, it's a sobering thought, Jeez. <laughs> I think that song's equally as much of an indictment of the the nineties at that time as it was the people, because it was. It was pretty much a barren wasteland when it came to popular music. So, put it this way, I don't see any 90s revivals happening anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, at least with the 80s, it's sort of cool to reference back to it now, whereas the 90s, it's, you know, equally bad, but everyone's just trying to forget about it. <laughs> and as, a, as another great example of, of the barren wasteland of the 90s, these people were very, very popular at one stage, in one point in time, too. And good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, the days before uh, Victoria Beckham had about seven thousand facelifts and was known for being oh. something, being something slightly more than uh, David Beckham's carry-on luggage. But I think by that stage it was already clear that she had absolutely no musical credibility whatsoever. 
Well, the, they've all been so successful after Spice Girls. I mean, I think that that's an indictment in itself, isn't well, it? Jerry Halley will pose topless for Playboy. That's about the only <laughs> the only thing I can think of. Oh, yeah, and Mel B's on Dancing with the Stars. It's hard to actually pick of those two which one's more degrading, isn't it? Yeah, I think Eva Bunton, who's fallen off the face of the earth, is probably a bit yeah, more successful. Yeah, she's yes, and winner by default. <laughs> that's right. The two greatest words in the English language. <laughs> so uh, yes, moving on. I think moving on after all of this, it's been pretty depressing so far. I think we need a drink. What do you reckon? I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe let's not have some red, red wine. Do you have oh. anything in a white? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, you be, you be 40 who are just, I don't know, they, they, they seem to build a career on covering mediocre songs. It's My first question has always been, what the hell does that band name mean? Like, did they just pick two random letters and a random number? Do we, should we should we go do some research on that, maybe? I, I don't know that it'd help. I think we'd just be wasting our time, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think the, 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 the discussion we've had in the last minute or so about UB40 is probably more than anybody's ever discussed them in the past true, five years. True. But so there yeah, you red, go. Red, you're, red, you're welcome, boys. Yeah. <laughs> red, red, white in the 80s. I mean, once again, this is a song that everybody tries to play to be cool, and you hear it and you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, not again. This is, this is probably been played all... Most people actually back this on after Come On Eileen. It's you know, like, <laughs> the one-two really cool. sucker punch. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, sucker punch to the nuts, maybe. Red, red wine. Oh, yeah, I just I shudder every time I hear that song. It's enough to drive you to drink. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but as you say, I think I'll be sampling the white. Thank you very much. I think that would be wine with an H in this case. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very good pull. Any, any more literary puns and yeah, jokes yeah. you want to throw in? Speaking of drinking. Yeah, that was Kokomo by the Beach Boys, made famous by the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail. I was going to say, if famous, if famous is the most appropriate word to use there, um, believe it or not, this is the highest selling song that the Beach Boys ever had. Can you believe that when you consider some of the classic stuff that they released in the 60s? What, what's its appeal? What's the reason behind that? Like, was it on a commercial or something like that? Like, I, I honestly can't understand that because they've got like California girls and those sorts of ones. Yeah, good. Tell me that's more successful. Yeah, good vibration. Yes, I am. How yeah. the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Seriously. The only thing I can account for more people. <laughs> but even then, <laughs> the growth in world population, yeah. that's about yeah. it. <laughs> and the tie-in with the movie, which was a very successful movie. So Tom Cruise has got a lot to answer for. Yeah, well, yeah, it's... What, what was the song from Top Gun? <laughs> no, we're not going to play that one. <laughs> which one? You could oh, play the entire album, couldn't well, you? Well, I was thinking of Danger Zone. Danger yeah, Zone. you're right. The, take, my breath, take My Breath Away. Yeah, oh, to be honest, I'm sorry yeah. I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. But the one that I always remember that's really shocking is uh, playing with the boys, that absolutely horrible scene with the, uh, the volleyball scene. I have heard, that, like, one of the best... Um, a similes of all time I've heard is that you're as gay as the volleyball scene from Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's like, 
<laughs> to this day, I still don't understand why they're wearing shirts and jeans. Like, what would you, yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm, I think if, if you're asking that question, it's a good sign. Yeah, that's <laughs> if right. If you know the answer, you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So I think we, we might, after all of this, I think we might need to switch it up a, a little bit. And um, we're, we're looking, we're, we're trying to find something that encapsulates everything that is a really, really bad song. I'm not quite sure if the next one gets us there. Yeah, can I just say the number of puns and like wordplay jokes we're making in this episode—it's outstanding. <laughs> but but I'm going to send a copy of this to my English lit teacher <laughs> and go, "Look, yeah. <laughs> all those yeah lessons were not in vain." Too many people take second best. Well, if that's what's on offer, I'll gladly accept second best. Thank you very much. That song, oh, I'd be holding out for what's in the mystery box. Yeah, that's song. right. Yeah. Not surprisingly, we never heard again from Fairground Attraction. And based on this effort, clearly that's got to be a benefit for all society. Probably the only perfect thing about it. Yeah, that's right. Exhaust all your efforts into writing one really, really bad song. Hey, you know, this this is what it's all about, kids. Definitely a technique that was mastered in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And just remember, after all... Look into my Oh, I'm tearing up a little bit over here. Too. Uh, every, that was beautiful. Everything Fairground Attraction does, they do for you. Well, or maybe Brian Adams. Anyway, God, man, this song. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, Isn't he on one of those reality shows now? Is he? I think uh, potentially. He did do some time on American Idol at one stage. I do mm. remember that. But what, like X Factor? What are you? What are you? What are your thoughts know. on this one, Dan? Uh, I think it it benefits from coming after a few of those other songs that we've just played. Yeah. At least there is, I guess, a semblance of musical <laughs> ability yeah, that think, sits behind this the, one. I, I think the thing that I, I I don't like about this song is is that it's actually cliched, and it's, it's, it's cliched by accident, I guess, in some respects. In the mm. virtually every single, every single wedding you go to, people use this as their brighter waltz song. Mm. And yeah. if I, yeah, was planning a night at home, Cutting out my wrists, you know that that would probably be the first one in the playlist. Yeah. But, because every time you, you know, do it, you do it for Brian Adams. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so you know, at least it's serving some sort of purpose within society. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. You know, I mean, love's just how love works in a lot of these things. Is that love? Love in itself can be quite frustrating. It can be quite creepy in some instances, and we've got we're <laughs> doing got, it wrong there, and we've actually got yeah, clearly, but we've actually got examples of songs that talk about both of these things as it works out. I want to see where you're going with this. <laughs> oh, there it is. Children's 
seeing as we are trying to find whatever few positives there may be for these songs, I will say that one does lend itself to a very, very funny um, Jenna Maroney singing joke in 30 Rock. So that that's the only way, I, that's the only context in which I've ever heard that song. So oh, at so least it's got some sort of positive association oh. for me. Whereas you look yeah. like you've just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've just dozed <laughs> off for about yeah. 30 seconds. I mean, God, that song puts me to sleep. Um... No nice way to put it, but you know, it's nice to know that. You know the future, but they'll be the present by the time that sort of Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> but she found the greatest love of all inside herself. Learning to love yourself after all, Dad, is the greatest love of all. I could make so many masturbation jokes that's right now, exactly but I'm just right. not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that that's probably for the best, but um, I guess there is, there is the loving of yourself, but then there is also the touch of a younger kind. And so with that in mind. To set me up. <laughs> I just want to go on record to say that this is a dead entry and not one of mine. This is actually one of my favourite songs. Oh, it's just... Um, I think it's just the fact that it sets a record for the most number of words repeated once in a single song. Just oh, well, after... My, after, after, my, after, my, 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 like... Uh, we just went through no, 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 don't cry or whatever the hell. At least that one's got a bit of, you know, don't lie, don't cry. <laughs> Some Something sigh something or try, tie-dye, yeah. Try, buy, yeah. why, 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 why something that, we always ask. Yeah, question, black yeah. eyed peas, why, 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 baby, why, 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 why. Mm. Well, I guess that song was basically their way of saying children are the future. They're just not willing to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a very appropriate way of putting it, yes. So, uh, I still remember one of my favourite lines from Scrubs was uh, when Jordan was telling Perry Cox, uh, oh, by the way, that's not my Sharona, it's not about me. Her name was Sharona. <laughs> and just when I heard it the first time, it just cracked me up. But, yeah. Well, that actually sort of, yeah, explains what my point quite well. But, yes, <laughs> after love inevitably comes breakup. And, well, he's, 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 he's the ultimate breakup. He's the ultimate... The mood down. Yeah, that's right. What can I say? Comes back to your original comment, maybe I'm not doing it right. He's um, the ultimate bad breakup song. Oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. There's a moment in the office where Michael Scott and Pam are driving together and Pam's asking him what song parodies he's going to sing. He says, let's go with Achy Breaky Fart. And to be honest, the, like without even hearing any of that, I can honestly say I'd want to take that over Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Billy probably gives us a double whammy because he's also half responsible for Miley. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You could put a few Miley Cyrus songs on here just as easily, couldn't you? 
Jeez, that's like a double generational yeah, <laughs> impact, yeah. isn't that's it? Yeah. It's I, I it's still, fucking you up and fucking up your children. <laughs> my, trip, my trip to the US in 2010, I have a lot of great memories. One that I don't have, well, one memory that I do have that's not necessarily that great is sitting in the middle of Fenway Park and them trying to fire the crowd up and they're playing Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. To this day, I still can't work out why. Can I just ask, though, was that the night that they did get thumped by Kansas City? Yeah, it probably explains so a lot, doesn't yeah, it? There you go. Yeah. The Red Sox were probably sitting there listening to that going, oh, God, <laughs> I yeah. lost all hope in mankind. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that was worse was, like, the crowd really got into it. And I was like, That's just what the embarrassing heck? for Red Sox fans. Yeah. Everywhere. I know, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. Jeez. Yeah, really disappointing. And, yeah, it <laughs> probably, probably explains why they've started so poorly this year. <sighs> Yes. Are we allowed to bring sports into it briefly? Yeah, quickly. Well, GJ and I were discussing the yeah, comparative crapulence of both of our teams this year, the Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox. Following on from which, um, the Boston Red Sox proceeded to win the next three games against the Minnesota Twins. So, yeah. pretty much well, while we were sitting there going, geez, we're both sucking... GJ's team then sort of <laughs> up the ante and, and swept my team. I think, I think the word default comes back into it again. Oh, there's, there's yeah. No, yeah, I mean, there's, there's been no better ways for, uh, for a team to get hot this year than to play either the Red Sox or the Twins, it seems. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit disappointing. I don't know how, way things are going. I don't know how long Bobby, Bobby Valentine's going to last as manager of the Red Sox. But, uh, and I'd just like to ask a question. What on earth are they doing in Washington this year? The Nationals are 14-4. and four. They're usually not at 14 wins until, you know, the end of the financial year. What, what's going on? How have they done it? They're just, uh, are the drug testers, like, going there on an hourly basis at the moment, or what? They've made some very shrewd pickups and done some, some rather shrewd drafting as well. I mean, Strasburg's going to be an absolute jet, and um, when Bryce Harper comes through, he's going he's gonna to be pretty dominating player as well so mm. they've got a really good future ahead of them actually mm. Washington and I think playing in the National League I think helps as well is arguably last year six of the best eight teams were playing in the American mm. League playing in the National League oh. you generally have a little bit of a softer draw it's a bit easier on pitches so you do see stuff like this happen but for the Nationals though really Aren't they like the perennial underachievers oh. of the Major League as, as our good buddy Chris oh, Noble oh, would have oh. said they're due Jeez. Oh, yeah. So uh, there you go, Washington fans. Yeah. <laughs> when you fail to win a game for the next month, you've got Chris Noble to blame. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to believe, Ben. Following on from the perfect breakup song, we're asking, do you believe in, in life after love? Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have played that before the breakup song, shouldn't we? <laughs> I, 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 can tell, I can tell you one thing, I certainly don't believe in auto-tune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there it was. That That's like the um, the musical equivalent of the first person to die of the bubonic plague in Europe in the 14th century. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Everything that's wrong with the music industry today... It yeah. started there. So, no, it wasn't can, American I, Idol. For those I, can, I can feel that. something inside me say that I've heard this song more, more than truly well enough. Mm. I, I suppose at least then auto-tune was sort of something new and interesting, though. Yeah, it that's actually right. had more of a novelty factor then. That's right. That's the thing from the next song, which is a little bit more of a snore factor. I'm 
You know how there's sort of a big, you know, theme of you know good driving songs, good travelling songs. Well, I think yeah, a few years ago, sailors decided to try and get into it themselves. So they tried yeah. to come up with good sailing songs. Unfortunately, that was the first one they picked. I was going to say they <laughs> yeah, probably that they, shut that one I, down. I think that they probably <laughs> taken the mode of transportation into account because yeah. it's long, it's yeah. slow, yeah. and it's oh so boring. <laughs> Um, yeah. The thing that I like about this song is, well, not that I like about this song, but the thing that <laughs> makes me love to hate this song is... Nice recovery. Thank you. <laughs> when, he, when he tries to fire it up at the end by bringing in, like, a choir and yeah. all of that... That thing's been it's, unsaving, yeah, That's right. Like, yeah. It's, it's a better song if we just that get boat more... sailed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a better song if we get more people to sing it really, really loudly... That will work. That's that's bound to work. No, no. it would have worked if less people sung it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with zero. Meaning none at all. Yeah. But I, I think the epitome of, of really bad, bad, bad songs, this is one that a work colleague suggested to me, and yeah, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Oh, sorry, I can't hear any more of that. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Oh, if damn. you're looking to show any sort of support or interest in Nicky Webster, let me do. Yeah, give you some advice. The gap between the 2000 Olympics and her posing for was it Ralph magazine or one of those ones? Yeah, like with like her boobs out on the front cover. Yeah, there's there's nothing good in that period in between. <laughs> yeah, and and this well and truly sat in the in the middle of said time period. Um, yeah. I don't know, what can you say about Strawberry Kisses, apart from... Well, I mean, yeah, what, are we basing musical talent now on someone who got picked to to perform at the um, Sydney Olympic um, Olympic Games opening ceremony? Really, what other reason would there be for that to be released upon an unsuspecting public? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the female equivalent of baby in many respects, isn't it? <laughs> Let's not go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that baby is the female equivalent of baby, to be honest. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. So, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. At least with Nikki Webster, you can say, yeah, you know, in a few years, she's going to get boobs. Yeah. With Bieber, it's like, well, in a few years, he might be dead. That's, just, just that's all you can hope for. Just reminds me of what somebody once said about Pussycat Dolls. I enjoy watching them on mute. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's probably... I enjoy watching the first syllable. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's probably a, a good a time as any to uh, to draw it into. Um, yeah, always <laughs> end on, a, <laughs> on an intellectual part. <laughs> so, uh, so, I guess until next time, um, well, hopefully you, you learned something from this this particular pod and hopefully you're lucky enough to never hear any of these songs again well except for maybe my Sharona oh come on jeez nah I'm saying they're all crap and yeah yeah, by the way for not playing baby you're welcome yeah that's right yeah (laughs) send your your checks our way we will appreciate it they're bite pod so uh, yeah until next time uh, GJ signing out later skaters later hosen